Welcome builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Hello, builders. We would love to welcome you to this episode of the Build Your Success Podcast. If this is your first time listening, welcome aboard. It's great to have you today. If you're coming back as a regular listener, we appreciate you too. We would love for you to go over to whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, leave us an honest rating and review, hit that subscribe button, and then share this podcast with others. So we'll get started with that today. You know, here at the Build Your Success Podcast, we like to build you so you can build others. We do that through our corporate training, our special uh, events, and our speaking events. So we're hopeful that uh, you'll gain something from this podcast today. Today, our guest is Ben Winner. Ben is an author, he's a speaker, he's an actor, improvist, entrepreneur, traveler, father, and much, much more, if you can believe that. He loves to explore, yes, he loves to explore physical places around the world, but he also loves to explore the mind. And so we're going to talk about today managing expectations. That's that's a book he's written. I don't know the title, I don't have the title right here, but we'll talk about the book. He'll show that later. But Ben, welcome to the podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's it's so neat to have you here today. What is the name of your book? I, I guess I didn't write that down. It's called What to Expect When Having Expectations. That's great. I knew it was around managing expectations, so that, that's good. So what, the first question we always ask our guests here on the podcast is, what does being a leader and leadership mean to Ben Winter? So leadership to me is really all about taking control of oneself. So for me, it's taking control of my, my life, my actions. Um, and taking responsibility for what happens in my life. And ultimately, I think anybody who's in a leadership position, that's what they do. And people tend to follow their example. And and therefore, you have the leader who's got the people following. So it starts with uh, leadership of self more than anything. And, and that's what I strive for on a regular basis. That's great, Ben. And sometimes we get some prizes from our guests. They fill these applications out weeks before. But yours is right in line. You said being true to who you are. And, and that would, those that would follow you as a result. So being true to each other sounds like yourself and others. And then having the re- responsibility to not misguide them with false information and false actions. So yours themes all about being truthful and, and being honest with others. And I think that's a great, great attribute of leadership. So thanks for sharing that with us today. Yeah, absolutely. So let's dive into this uh, managing expectations. You know, one of the things you say here is expectations and understanding those expectations has increased your level of peace by leaps and bounds. So this has been a big thing for you. How has that done that? So I think the biggest problem that people have with expectations is they they see it as something negative in life. And I, I tend not to do that, uh, any, at least anymore. And the, the whole point of that is that we have expectations all day, every day for everything. You know, you wake up in the morning, you expect there to be electricity. You expect the internet to be working. You expect your phone to be charged. I mean, you just you expect food in the refrigerator. You, you expect your day to go as it has been for the last, you know, day, month, week, whatever. And, you know, then we have bigger and bigger expectations of ourselves in our life. And what I found over the years is really just kind of coming to understanding that expectations are just a thing. They're not good. They're not bad. They're not right. They're not wrong. They're just a thing. And when you can understand that, understand where they're coming from, why you have them, 
it's much easier to kind of take them in stride when they start going unmet because really we only get, we only recognize an expectation as being an expectation when it starts to go unmet. And then we start to really kind of get upset about it. And uh, I've been able to take those moments in time of getting upset as really an opportunity for growth and to, to do something different and to really understand those expectations in a deeper level. That's great, Ben. And I tell you, you know, many times I've heard manage your expectations, but I haven't always heard understand your expectations. So I think that that's definitely a, a thing we need to consider when we're managing these expectations. You have a cool flow chart. I'm going to dive into that now. So yeah. it, it starts off with how to stop being upset. And, and so the, the first thing in the flow chart is you're upset. You stop and think. And then you said, did you know you had an expectation? So, so let's just start there. How do you go through this flow charting and keep from becoming upset? Well, I, it's, I want to, I want to tell people it's okay to get upset. And um, I think in society today, we don't let people get upset. We always tell people to calm down, don't get angry. It's and, and so on. But I think getting upset is okay because that is that trigger point where you can say, okay, I'm upset, but I don't know why. Uh, and that first question really comes down to, did you know you had the expectation? And I think most of the time we don't know we had the expectation. And, you know, as adults, we come across situations we've never had to come across before. And we expect to handle that situation the same way we saw our parents handle that expectation or the way we saw that uh, situation handled in a movie or TV. You know, however it is that we interpreted that situation as a child is how we expect it to go when we're an adult. And so when it doesn't go our way, that's when we start getting upset. So managing expectations starts with understanding them. Because if you understand, hey, I have this expectation, I now know I have this expectation, what can I do from there? And that's where that flowchart really kind of comes in is, you know, if you didn't know you had the expectation, the first thing you have to do is explore it and say, where did this come from? You know, why do I have this expectation? You know, maybe you grew up seeing your parents act a certain way and now you're in a, re a new relationship and it's not going the way you think it should be going. You know, now's the opportunity to explore like, hey, maybe I have this expectation because of how I saw my parents act when they were together or my last relationship was this way. So why is this relationship not this way? Um, and so we, we have to start by just exploring that newly found expectation. And I think more often than not, we don't realize we had the expectations till it goes on that. So um, when we do know that we had the expectation, you know, then you start to, uh, you have to start questioning things a little bit differently. Like, have I shared that expectation? Is it a reasonable expectation? Is the other person involved? Uh, did they buy into that expectation? Or did they have their own expectation of the situation? So it becomes this back and forth that you st start to work with and, and really kind of hone in, like, where am I in this area and how can I resolve it? Um, and I think when people say manage your expectations, this is kind of what they're talking about, but they don't realize that this is what they're talking about. Yeah, you know, this is great. I think it would be a great tool uh, in an organization even to sit down and say, what are our expectations? And clearly define, you know, what, what we want our outcomes to be and, and talk through. Because if you don't share your expectations with others, how can they know they're performing well? Or, or oh, how yeah. can they know they're performing poorly on the other side of that? So I think this is, is a great tool. 
you're definitely going to share this later with the, with the podcast guest. Stick around. We'll, we'll get that website information to you where he's going to share this uh, flow chart and tool with you. But let's, let's ask a few more questions around this subject. You say here what to do when you get upset by having an expectation going unmet. So now we know we have some expectations, but, but our expectation didn't happen. So, so now what do we do with that energy? Yeah, so I sort of touched on it. And what I, what I say is when you get upset, embrace it. Because you are now at, the, at a point in your life where you can choose to do something different and you can grow from this situation. Um, a lot of people just sit there and get upset and they dwell on it for days, months, weeks, weeks, months, however time works. <laughs> um, but, you know, a lot of people don't take that step back and say, okay, I'm upset. Here's an opportunity for growth. What can I do about it? And so what I say is getting upset's a great thing because it's that, that trigger point in your life where you can do something different. So if you're at work and you're getting upset because your boss isn't giving you that raise or isn't giving you the performance evaluation you wanted, or um, your employees aren't doing what you expect them to do, you got to take that step back and say, you know, have we talked about these expectations? Do I know their expectations and how are they aligned with my expectations? And have we had a conversation to figure that out? Uh, one of the things I didn't do very well when I was in the corporate world was get the expectations uh, set between me and my boss. Cause I always wanted, I spent the last three years there working on like a raise outside of the yearly increase that we would get. And I kind of felt like we had a good understanding of what they wanted from me and what I wanted from them, but it was never like, certainly set in stone saying, if I do X, Y, and Z that you're asking me to do, you will absolutely 100% fight for me to get a raise regardless of the situation. And there was never buy-in on both sides, I think. And so I ended up jumping through a lot of hoops and still getting nothing for it. And one of the things that I realized is that if you have employees, they're jumping through the hoops, you have to reward it at some point because they're going to stop. If There's only so much that somebody's willing to do before they realize it's a futile effort. And, you know, the vice versa. If you're looking from your boss to get certain things and they're not delivering and, you know, maybe it's time to move on. And that that's why a lot of people leave the jobs that they're in and they go somewhere else because they're not getting what they expect. But if they're not communicating either, you know, who's to blame? So it, it's a it's a two way street. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict? reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. Ben, that's great. And, you know, when you're talking about the communication here, I love the fact that you talked about the employee's side of expectations and making that clear with the employer. So, you know, we, we hear this cliche, manage up. You know, when you, some people think they, they can manage better, so they're going to manage their boss. And, you know, that's a great idea and it can work. But this is an opportunity when you do sit down with an evaluation or when you sit down and you're going to have some type of project and you lay out these expectations and then, you know, what are the clarify and quantify 
what what the outcome is going to be. I think that is a great way. And, and I like, you know, with this having this as a tool, you could reverse engineer it. You could go back and say, OK, where did we miss our expectations? You know, when you talk, sit down and talk to each other, what of this process did, did we miss? Uh, yeah. Instead of just we didn't hit our expectations or we didn't meet our goals, it, it actually can, can give you an opportunity to find what we call in our industry the root cause of, of why we didn't meet our expectations and, and why we have this stress around not meeting expectations because that's that's a huge stress in any environment is when you don't make expectations. Yeah. And so to know what those expectations are and how to achieve them would be great. Yeah. And, you know, towards the bottom of the flow chart, it, it comes down to like, you know, you're, you know about your expectation, you've shared it, it's reasonable. Um, there's been an agreement, but um, somebody's still upset. And that means there's some other expectation hiding in the, in the shadows that somebody didn't explore at the time. And, you know, that's just, that's the way we, there's layers on layers on layers. That's how life is. So you may think you understand your expectation. You may have shared it. Everybody's got buy-in, but there might be some other expectation from somebody involved. Uh, and sometimes it's, you know, the boss saying, well, I expect to be able to give you a raise, but I can only do so much as the boss, because if the company says financially, we're not giving raises this year, what can I do? Um, and, you know, that then it becomes another conversation. And the whole managing up, it's, you know, sure, go to your boss and say, hey, I've been thinking I want to get a raise that's above the normal amount. What do you need from me so that you feel comfortable doing that? You know, in a way that's managing up. Um, you're basically saying, this is what I want. And then asking them to play their part of what they need from you. So, um, but yeah, communication, it's two way street. Somebody has got to start. Somebody has got to be vulnerable. Somebody has got to put it out there. Why not you? <laughs> You know, reading this, you got this spot here that says, is your expectation reasonable? In the, in the flow chart, it's about middle of the flow <laughs> chart here. And I think of those smart goals, you know, specific, measurable. I can't remember what the A is, but the, but the R is reasonable. Attainable, yeah, that's right. And then time bound. But this, but this reasonable, you know, you can't have these high expectations and not if you don't understand where you're at. So, so if, you're, if you're working at McDonald's, and you're not the manager, you're probably not going to make $100,000 a year. That would be an unrealistic expectation. And so <laughs> you need to be understanding what environment you're in. And when you have these conversations, it's got to be within this reasonable uh, framework. So that, that that's great. I love the fact that you've considered that. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty big because a lot of times we think our, our expectations are reasonable. And then when you actually sit down with it, like, yeah, that's not reasonable. Like me getting upset with traffic is completely unreasonable. Like, to, ex to assume everybody knows how to drive, you know, yeah, we all took a test, but based on results and the fact that I can't get in front of absolutely everyone and get their buy-in, it's completely unreasonable for me to expect traffic to be any better than it already is. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and to recognize that people have, <laughs> have bad days, they have distractions, there's all kind of variables that happen in driving. And, oh, yeah. And, you know, when you're the guy in the parking lot that somebody cut off, you may have just cut the person behind you off and you don't even realize it. So that those are the kind of things, if you can have some compassion on others and realize I can't affect this. So, so my reasonable <laughs> expectations should be that, okay, I'm just going to go with the flow with this. And that, that's your improv coming out of you there, Ben. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so how do you use the, um, this, this tool I'm going to come. That's what I'm going to cut. Cause that's what I see it as. 
mm-hmm. to to manage expectation with others. Do, do you sit down and say, "Hey, would you mind doing this?" So we know what our expectations are. Absolutely, you can sit down with somebody and say, "Hey, I, I'm upset, or I see that you're upset. Like, can we can we do this? Let's try this out." Uh, and I use it all the time mentally. I mean, I created it, so it's in my head. I've got it all the time with me. Um, but I know people that print it out, they'll put it on their fridge and it's just a reminder to say like, Hey, there's something different we can do when somebody's upset and we have this tool now. Um, but it's, yeah, sit down with the person you're upset with or who's upset with you and say, let's go through this. Let's figure it out. Um, we live in a society where we have so many different ways to connect with people, but our communication absolutely sucks because the written word doesn't communicate. It's what, 10% of communication. So when you actually hear the inflection that somebody's using, the concern in their voice, the, the way that their voice says that they care is different than the words that were written down. Um, and so this is just an opportunity for people to use a tool, come together and communicate more effectively. That's great. And actually have, have the thought process to think about, you know, go through this and say, you know, what, what is this? Exploring the why and the hows of it and just using this to to make yourself a better. You know what? This You said communication, and this would definitely help with communication, uh, listening to each other and understanding each other, what your expectations are. You, you may discover the person has completely different expectations than you think they do. And so that would be some clarity to, to understand. And then if, if their expectations are outside of the realm of possibility, you could maybe bring them back into the reality of the situation. Exactly. I mean, the, the word here is negotiation, you know, and it's two people involved. You got to negotiate because you both have expectations of the same situation. And they could be, like you said, completely different because how you grew up and how they grew up is going to be completely different. How they, how you view life and how they view life completely different. Um, even growing up in the same household, your sibling could have a completely different view on life and you grew up in the same house. So when you start to talk to you, when you start to come to an agreement between two people's expectations, it's called negotiation. And once you have buy-in, then when somebody doesn't meet that expectation, you're like, you know what? We talked about this. You said you were on board. So what's going on? Um, and it makes the communication that much easier. It's like you said you were. So I'm just calling you on what you said. <laughs> that that's great, Ben. So if someone got your book, and we're gonna we're gonna give them the website here shortly to find that, but what would they what would they what would their expectations be to come away with after reading the book? So on the flow chart, there's a lot of sections there where you answer no to a question. Like, did you know you had an expectation? No. Is the expectation um reasonable? No. Have you shared that expectation? No. All those no's, there's a lot of depth in there. And so the book really kind of dives deeper into the, the whole world of expectations, uh, why we don't share them, um, you know, what the fear is or the possible fear, uh, where the expectations come from. And it really just kind of dives deeper into this whole process so that when you find yourself upset, you've got this great uh, new tool, this new view on expectations that'll help move through it much more quickly. And just like any other personal growth habit, the more you practice, the faster you get at uh, moving through it. So instead of being upset for a day, maybe you're upset for an hour. And then the next time you're upset for half an hour. And then the next time it's five minutes. You know, if we're upset less, then that means we're happy more. 
And I, I don't know about you, but the people I know who are happy are having a great life and that's the type of life I want. So I, I tr- do my best to not stay in the upset uh, moments of life. That that's great. I got to agree with you, man, be, being happy and choosing to be happy and finding ways to, to manage this being upset. You know, I read the, the, the uh, best selling book in the world every morning and that's the Bible. <laughs> and it says anger and sin not. And I think this is where you're saying you can be upset, but what you do with those feelings and how you act upon them can cause you stress. Or you can say, OK, I'm going to manage this in a way that I know why I feel this way. And go back and correct that. So if you're if you're angry, there's a reason, or you're upset, there's a reason for it. Find out what that is, and 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 back into it, and say, okay, well, should I have done this? Where can I improve? And those type of things. That's awesome. Well, we've reached that point in the podcast where uh, it's time to start wrapping things up. I'm going to put your for those that are watching on YouTube, we've got your website here, and for those that are listening, it's havingexpectations.com. We'll also put that in the show notes. But Ben, where can they find you on social media and We've got your website here. What else can they find, Ben? So I would just go to havingexpectations.com. You can find uh, all kinds of different ways of connecting with me there. You can download the flowchart for free. Um, there's links to Amazon to buy the book or other books that I've written. And, you know, it's all right there, all in one simple website. That sounds <laughs> great. And, Ben, you're also on LinkedIn because I think that's where we met up. Yes. Is I it definitely Ben Winter? Is that is that what they should look for? Yeah, just look for Ben Winter. I I'm I think the link's out there somewhere. Um, but you know, if you see my face here, you'll see my face there and it'll all kind of connect. <laughs> that that sounds great. Listeners, I appreciate you listening to the podcast today. As I started this off, do me a favor, go to wherever you're listening to the podcast, give us an honest review and rating that helps us grow the show and sees people lets people know what the show is all about if you, you leave your comments there. So do that for us. Also, we're hosting an event. It's a live event, an interactive communication workshop called Hear and Be Heard. And it, it, you know, Ben made some points about communication. That's one of the things we're going to work on is interactive listening, trying to be empathetic with others. And I think this chart maybe even is a point I'm going to ask Ben if we can help use this in the, in the, in the class there. So if you uh, would go to our website, buildcs.net, go to our events page and you'll see this events page. You can get a ticket there for this event. It's a limited event because we are doing social distancing. We're going to have 20 seats available. So get your ticket now while you can. That's going to be on June the 18th here in Lakeland, Florida. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Remember to build yourself and then build others. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.